Good morning, good morning. Rise and shine. It's good to see you. Let's practice. Downward dog. Move around a little bit. Say good morning to your body. Out of the world of words into the world of action. So open your eyes. See naked reality. Embrace it. Love where you are. And a deep bow to the universe. Drop your head towards the ground. And then generate the sound of ujjayi breath. Put your throat to work. Put your diaphragm, your lungs to work. In fact, it's the muscles in your back, your pectoral muscles, all assisting, all accessory breathing muscles. Child's pose. Extend your arms out in front of you. Take out some conscious breaths in and out of your nose. You made it to your mat. I acknowledge you. All you got to do is stay on your mat. If you have to modify, you can always amplify. Just take care of yourself. Tabletop. Do some cat and dog tilts. Be intentional creating the physical foundation of the pose. That's every part of the body that's touching the floor. So how the knees are set up, about hip width distance. And notice you can kind of roll right to left on the knees, find stability. Not just in the knees, but in the whole of each hand. Fan your fingers across your mat. Begin dialing into the index and middle finger mounds. You can spinning lids on jars underneath your hands. Under the right hand, the jar, the lid on the jar is spinning a clockwise direction. Under the left hand, a counterclockwise direction. Firm up your arms and just feel the spine undulate. Be gentle, intentional, and careful. On an exhalation, downward dog. Okay, set up your hands. A lot of you guys can take your hands forward a few inches. Put your index fingers on 12 o'clock. Maybe even broaden the foundation of your hands. I like hanging my, well, not always, but the baby finger and the ring fingers. Sometimes off the mat. Now dial into the index and middle finger mounds. Work the jars, the lids on the jars. Bend your knees. From the core, press your hands on the floor. Lengthen your spine. Lift your sitting bones up to the sky. Bring your feet together. Breathe out. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Spread your toes apart. And relax your jaw. Notice how tension goes right up to the jaw, the neck. Square your shoulders to your mat and activate core energy. From your core, press your hands on the floor and wrinkle up the mat in between your hands. Pull in more. Take your upper leg to the right. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the left. Pull the pit of your abdomen up to your spine. 
wake the arches of the feet up, spread your 10 toes apart, get into the hole of each foot to the hole of each hand. Breathe into your armpits. Yes. Take your upper leg to the left more. Open up the flexors, the psoas. Walk to the front of your mat. Ragdoll. Hang out. You can grab onto your elbows or put blocks underneath your hand. Hands. Set up your feet perfectly. Perhaps with a little pigeon-toed. Either 12 o'clock straightforward or slightly pigeon-toed, but be mindful that you have ample space between your feet. So about hip-width distance, maybe even a little wider. I go wider, yeah. Is that you, Cassidy? With Trish, is that, no? Is that Cassidy? No? Okay, the not Cassidy, open up your feet wider. Can you do that? Oh, how's that feel? There you go. And then bend your knees some more and take your hips forward. And then play around with it. You can straighten your legs. You can sway from side to side. I like rocking back and forth. It's like just massaging my feet on the earth. Waking up consciously. These bodies this earth, this real estate, this gift we've been given, the flesh and bones that are on your mat. And you may have another body next to you. You may be alone in your home, but connected to something really big. All you have to do is open up your ears. And this is how you begin to develop a global community of consciousness. And these bodies that we're in, this consciousness that's on this planet, on Earth right now, is going through a revolution. So it's important that you find your seat. So important that you're a yes for asana practice. I acknowledge you. Relax your neck. There's so many parts of the body that if we overlook, we'll develop dis-ease. Excess tension will just start rotting that region of the body out. Let fresh oxygenated blood reach your brain. Let all the arteries, the veins, Everything in the neck, let it, everything relax, at ease. Bring your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. Ground your feet into the earth, stand up. Lift your arms above you. If you ever get dizzy, take child's pose. Fan your fingers apart. It's almost like someone's Pulling your fingers out of the, your palms. Feel that radiate from the center of each palm to the tip of each finger. From the core to the floor, rebound up the legs, up the lateral body. You can look up and go back a bit. Beautiful. Bring your hands to your heart center. One ohm. Ah. Um.
reach your arms above you, breathe in, bow forward. Halfway up, high plank. You can bring your knees to the earth. Take your heels forward. Awaken where the toes meet your feet. Awaken where your fingers meet your palms. Press down through each and every finger mound. Now cradle your spine into your body. You're gonna keep your arms real earthy. Tighten up your tricep muscles. Pull them into the upper arm bones. Create muscle to bone energy. Pull in. Drop your spine into your torso. Lift your chin away from your chest. Breathe in. Come forward halfway down. Keep your shoulders integrated. Palms flat on your mat. Upward dog. Palms flat. And work the lids on the jars. Right hand clockwise. Left hand counterclockwise. That'll take your shoulders to your back. Can you feel that? If you have to micro bend your elbows or bend your elbows a lot to work your hands flat into the ground, do that. Downward dog. There's so many adaptations in this practice. This is what is empowering, is the inquiry on how to be on your mat. You don't have to know anything. In fact, your knowledge will block you. You develop self-knowledge, aliveness, ready nowness on your mat, a spontaneity, and a trust. So just roll with things. You're in good space. Breathe in. Empty out. All you have to do is listen. That's it. Walk your hands to your feet. Bring your feet together. Bend your knees. Clasp your hands at your lower back. With your knees bent, stick your bum out. With your elbows bent, take your shoulders to your back. It's really important you create shoulder integration. It's like your shoulder blades are almost kissing each other. Pull in more. Breathe into the length of your spine. Wrap your arms over your head. Now work the bottoms of your feet into the ground. Begin turning your inner ankles back. Press the mound of each big toe into the floor. Now do you see how the shins begin to separate? Pull your outer shins in and take your pelvis forward just a little bit, little micro shifts. Relax your neck, relax your jaw. Whoa, huh? Pretty simple pose, super effective impactful downward dog this is what i love about baptiste yoga it's high impact it works you just got to stay in your mat and be a yes for what is so just embracing naked reality fighting with is breathe in empty out walk or jump to the front of your mat Flat back, breathe in, pause for a moment. You can have your knees bent and you can have your hands on your shins. I like bending my knees enough so I can have my fingertips on the floor at the side lines of the toes. Now wake up your fingers. Make your fingers long and energetic. You wanna develop the practice of kind of drawing lines in the body from one point to another point. And you want to make them power lines, like electrical lines that could carry current. So from your fingertips to your arms, you don't want any bend in your elbows. Could have your hands in your shins. Now, good. Now, try lengthening your spine forward. Take your shoulders to your back. That's very good. Very good. Just be intuitive with it. 
Step back, high plank. Chaturanga, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Huge breath in. Pull it in. Pull it in. Now push all the air out. Pull your belly up to your spine. Look up to your hands. Walk to the front of your mat. Flat back. Breathe in. Forward bend. Sweep up. Sweep up. Bow forward. Something weird just happened with the Wi-Fi. Halfway up. High to low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Focus your eyes on one point. Our bodies are electrical systems. Open systems. Changing all the time. And what stays constant in the physical practice is the quality of your gaze. The clarity of your gaze. What you're going to focus on is going to change from moment to moment. Because the poses are going to change. Breathe in. Empty out. The physical forms are going to change. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. Halfway up, gaze to one point. In vinyasa, we say the pose never ends. Bow forward. Gaze up towards your navel. Chair. Now gaze straight ahead of you. Bend your knees as much as you can without tipping over. Spread your toes across your mat. You want a broad platform and receptive too. Lift your toe and toes up and spread them out. Drop them back to the floor. Now sink down to your lowest point possible so your quadriceps burn like never before. Carry that fire upward, belly to your spine. Take your upper arm bones back and lift your chin a little bit. Get the gaze upward. Breathe in, bow forward. Relax your neck, complete the forward bend. We're not off to the next thing, relax. Halfway up, high to low plank. Upward dog, downward dog. Step your right foot forward, drop your back heel to your mat, stand up, warrior one. Now the main attribute of the warrior is they're connected to a big energy. And as practitioners, we're not living in concept. Creating this connection. It's to the earth underneath your feet. Spread your toes across your mat. And if your feet want more space right to left so you're stable, or more space front to back so there's a stretch in the hips, then create that. You work with principles. First, be intentional with the foundation. And then balance, control, and surrender. Stack your joint systems. That's a universal principle. Front knee at 90 degrees. Front thigh bone meets the pelvis, 90 degree angle. Your gaze steady. Now begin pulling in. Back thigh muscles into your back thigh bone. Tri tricep muscles in. Tighten up. Take your right hip back, your left hip forward. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. 
Up dog, this is simple physical work. It's simple, it's not easy. Down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. You can access this practice. Any body can access the practice. But it takes a warrior to be wholehearted, to give everything you have in the practice, to give up fighting, to give up making it right or wrong, you right or wrong, give up good or bad, and just be present to the simplicity of the practice, which is bringing one physical point into view so your brain is relaxed, you're not on high alert, you're not in warrior mode. Warrior, that's an old classic warrior joke. You're not the warrior, the warrior, you're the warrior. But you come right out of, am I doing it right? When your gaze is steady. Now generate the flow of your breath. This is what you have ears for, to awaken spirit. If you want to awaken spirit, it's right here in the physical. Spread your toes more and your fingers more. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to the mat, low plank. No system in the world like Baptiste Yoga. Up dog to activate the whole body. Down dog to be in health, to be connected to something bigger. So in the middle of all this, an exercise. Huge breath in, empty out, walk or jump forward. You just keep moving. Halfway up, forward bend, chair, sit low, play with the poses, play your edge, bow forward. Halfway up, low plank, you just keep going. Up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. Who cares what it looks like? Just keep moving. Low plank. I'm guiding you. You're guiding you. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Left leg forward. You're doing great. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Now pump air. Breathe on purpose. This is one of the hallmarks of asana is pranayama, conscious breathing, extraordinary breathing. Huge breath in. Empty out. Jump to your hands. Inhale or walk. Bow forward. Chair. Forward bend. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. Press down, rise up. Low plank. Up dog, down dog. Warrior, left leg forward. Root, rise. Chaturanga. Up dog, down dog. Breathe in, breathe out. Walk or jump forward, flat back, forward bend, chair, bow down, halfway up, low plank, up, back, warrior, right leg, shift gears, press down, go higher, low plank, on the move, up dog, 
Down dog, warrior, left leg. Shift is happening. Transformation's happening. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Warrior two. Lace your fingers above you. And if it's too much to lace your fingers, it might be too much strain on the wrists. Just keep your arms parallel with your palms facing each other. If it's too much to gaze forward, gaze to the left side of the room. So instead of your hips being squared to the front of your mat like warrior one hips, your hips are facing the left side of the room in warrior two. Now you can line up your heels. You can separate your feet wider, longer. Aim to make a 90 degree angle in your front knee. Set your gaze. Come on, keep your gaze focused. Now tighten up your upper arm muscles to pull in. Huge breath in. Warrior two. Steady. About 30 seconds. Build fire. You gotta use air. And refine earth. Pull your back quadricep muscles into your thigh bone. Bring your front knee forward and to the right. Yeah, add a little water to the earth. Bend your front knee forward and to the right. Keep your space clear. Gaze steady. Chin down slightly. Sides of your neck back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Big breath in. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Warrior two, and arms straight up. Take a quick peek down at the foundation. Notice how the front knee collapses into the front big toe. See that? And then on purpose, take your front knee towards your front baby toe. Straighten your arms. Grace, straighten your arms above you. Good. Straight, straight, straight. It's like your arms are geysers. They're not rigid and stiff. There's a flow, an energetic flow from the core down through the legs, through the feet into the floor, from the core, through the spine line, through the arms, and nothing in the body is rigid. Stira Sukha. Asanam, the community of control and surrender. Warrior two. 30 seconds. All in. Give up what you must to get empty. Notice when your gaze is steady and you're still, there's an emptying process. And at the same time, there's a filling process. This is what contentment is. You have to do your best. And doing your best is being still. Moving to stillness. If you feel fidgety, okay, just let it come up and let it dissipate. Notice that things arise and they dissolve. You are unmessable with. Breathe in. Low plank. Good job. Bravo. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, right leg forward, warrior two, add a reverse warrior and bring the love for reverse warrior. Bring the love, make it feel good. Poetry in motion, side angle pose. Make magic.
you can work half bind. And when I take half bind, it's, I give myself an assist. I'll grab my left wrist with my right hand and I'll pull my left arm. So my left fingertips get into the inside of the front thigh. And then I'll pause for a moment and I'll take a read from the whole body. If I want more, I'll go to a three quarters bind, maybe a full bind, maybe a bird of paradise. If I want less, maybe I'll straighten the front leg a little bit. I don't know. Adapt moment to moment, about 15 seconds. If you're in classical side angle pose and you're in half bind, you got to take your shoulders to your back. You get a lot of you guys getting the trap of having the right shoulder drop onto the chest. Take your shoulder blades into the spine line. Breathe in. Low plank. Nice, Leah. Up dog. Down dog. A dance. Warrior one. Warrior two. Reverse warrior. Side angle. Don't rush the process. We're discovering patterns of holding. It's a simple practice. We're doing the right side, the left side, simple forms. Now you choose the form. It's like you choose those books where you choose your path. It's kind of like that. You're authoring your life right here, right now. You're creating your life and it's your way of being. You keep your eyes steady, your breath sound. You'll stay relaxed. You'll be in the now. And when you're in the now, you know how. This is what I mean by exercising faith. Act, act like you know. Act like you know what you're doing. It's a secret to empowerment. A few more counts. It's a perfect pose when your gaze is steady and your breath is flowing. Simple. Not that easy, though. Breathe in. Low plank. Good work, Hannah. Miss you, Hannah. Up dog. Down dog. Bring your feet together. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Great possibility at your edge. Where's your edge? You don't know. It's a moving target. You can flip over. You can go into wheel. You can stay in three-legged dog. You could go from form to form. You like that. Yoga chameleon. Regina, lift out of your bottom shoulder. So Regina, see me after class. You get a double whammy from yesterday and today. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. You can bring your bottom knee to the floor. Maybe that's what your body's requesting. If you're breathing and your gaze is steady, you'll know how to adapt. This is what's empowering. It's not knowledge. It's the capacity to adapt, to feel your way through life. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. I'm not saying like thinking's bad. It's just we're not using that faculty right now. We're developing feeling. Prayer twist to the right. And without your vital organs having some sensitivity, without touching your vital organs, you lose touch with order. So organize the pose from the ground up. Use the organ of your skin. Spread your toes out. Feel the skin between your toes wake up. The bottoms of your feet need to be alive. 
They're constantly receiving earth energy. And they're the foundation of your legs. You can straighten your arms. If you're straightening your arms, you can put a block on the inside of your front foot. You might not use a block. But if you create a form where you start breathing, recreate the form so it's a breathable space. Every in-breath, lengthen your spine, lift away from the earth. Every out-breath, soften and spin. A few more counts. You're doing great. Tighten up your back quadricep muscles. Pull in more. Build some fire. Huge breath in. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Awesome work. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg high. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip over. Freedom. It literally means free domain. A space that's not cluttered. You've got to let the air in. Open up the windows, the doors of the body. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. There is no home without a foundation built on sand. It crumbles. So connect to the earth. Feel the earth with every body part that touch, that's touching the earth. Now from your core, press down and shine out. Low plank, hips up to you a little bit. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. What an awakening for the feet, huh? Bring your back heel forward. Prayer twist to the left. So draw lines from the center of each heel up into the core. So ground the center of the front heel into the floor. Make a power line with your front shin. 90 degrees in the front knee. Karina, get some more space between your feet front to back. I know it's up in the ante, but man, you're going to Stretch out your right hip flexors, even the psoas. You can straighten your arms. I like pushing myself and bringing my, the whole of my bottom arm to the outside of the bottom shin. Most of the time, some days if it's just like, ah, I feel gross, I'll bring my hand to the inside of the front foot. Sometimes I won't even straighten the arms. And then some days I straighten the arms, I go right back to the prayer. And then some days I go from the prayer to straighten the arms. It's malleable, never stiff. Mighty through the back quadriceps. Tighten up. Pull in. No, not tighter. Huge breath in. Low plank. Looking good, Vanny. Up dog. It's tight. Down dog. Do some leapfrogs. Build some fire. Walk your hands to your feet. And do jumps. Just jump up. There you go, Tom. Get some hang time. Use your core. Be interested in the work. This is all work with the feet, the hands, and the core. Do three more jumps. Press the inner edge of your feet together and splay the knees out. There you go, Matt. There you go. Hang time. Jordan. Come to the front of your mat. Utkatasana. Prayer twist to the right. Everybody knows Jordan, huh? No matter what generation you are. 
the foundation of excellence. You got to channel that. It's, it's really being interested, being connected to something bigger than you. So when you're toiling and you're under pressure, you have refuge. And the refuge is attention. And your feet are great agents to generate attention. Pay attention to your feet, especially the baby toes, the fourth toe, the third toe. They can kind of all morph. The feet can kind of turn into clubs. Spread the toes. They're masterpieces of nature. Turn your inner ankles back. Outer ankles down. You can straighten your arms. There is a side crow possibility. Bring your chin to your chest slightly. Good. Belly to your spine. More altitude. Keep turning. Bring your hands to the floor. Separate your feet hip width. Fingers to toes pose. Chest to thighs pose. Take your shoulders to your back. Breathe in. And keep the body integrated. Chest to thighs. And um, lots of tension in the back of your legs and in your arms. See if you can squish the blood up to the fingertips. Ground your big toes. Massage your fingers into the earth. And try to pull your big toes up. See if you can do that. Let go of your toes. Take flight. Crawl. Five. Feel the aliveness under your hands. Four. True artistry. Three, the finger mounds, the claws, the palms. Two, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up, bow down. Utkatasana, prayer twist to the left. You know, it's cool too, when I look at my feet, I get so interested. I'm like, what would have a rock back and forth like a rocking chair like that? And you can't almost play a tipping point. And then when you get to the furthest point back, that's when the muscles and the shins start firing off. This is true tapasya work, being interested and in staying alive under pressure, having your own back under pressure, not reaching out for authority, being informed. Forming from within, a way of being where you're relaxed. Why? Because you say so. Because you're hungry to receive something bigger when you're under pressure. You can straighten your arms. Especially under pressure, you are receptive. In a time of coming apart, you see it with your third eye. This is a moment, an opportunity to break free, to renew, return, keep twisting. Bring your hands to your mat, separate your feet hip width. Gorilla. Lengthen your spine and lean in. Return to your gaze, a homecoming, coming back to your senses. Can you sense that when your gaze is steady and you're clear and you're looking through your eyes, and you can see and you're acknowledging and registering what you're looking at. 
as I'm seeing reality right now, and you're listening to my voice, that that's refuge. Coming to your senses. Alive eyes, receptive eardrums, skin that can feel. Slide your hands out from underneath your feet. Bring your feet together. Ground your feet in your mat. Stand up. Lift your arms high. Eagle. Bend your knees. Swing your right leg over your left leg. Swing your right arm under your left arm. Stack your shoulders over your hips. Lift the front of your pelvis up as your tailbone descends. More of that boardman. Front of your pelvis up. Breathe out, pull into center line. Sweep up, eagle. The sensuality, the way you embrace yourself. Not rigid, not rigid. And not loosey-goosey, perfect tension. Take your upper arm bones back, breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle, right leg over, right arm under. Five, give your veins, your blood vessels. Four, a good squeeze, pull into center. Three, and bend your left knee more. Two, sweep up. Eagle, Garudasan. Five, four, Look straight forward, see clearly. Three, equanimity. Two, sweep up. Anjali Mudra, bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise, balance on your left leg. Bring your right knee up to hip height. You're ready now, set. Stay here, straighten your upper leg. Bring your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Breathe out. Pause. Lift your upper leg two inches to the sky. Airplane. Work from your core. Uddiyana Bandha. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. The way you touch. The way you land, the way you set up the foundation, all with care, with love. Stay here, a half bow. Five, create good tension. Four, from the core, down the bottom leg into the big toe mount of the bottom foot. Three, now pull your belly to your spine, look over your upper shoulder and kick. Two, ragdoll. Bring your hands to the mat, walk your feet together, stand up, lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise, balance on your right leg. Stay with your left hand at your knee if you're not gonna grab the upper foot. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. 
Ground the center of the bottom heel on your mat. Lift your collarbones up. Take the sides of your neck back a little bit. Bring your upper leg forward. Breathe in. Empty out. Lift your upper leg high. Airplane. Half moon. Enjoy the process. One of my favorite openings, favorite stretches. Feels so good on the, the groin, the hamstrings. So draw your lines from the big toe mound. Rebecca, get the bottom foot on 12 o'clock. It's got to be straight forward on 12 o'clock. There you go. Stay here or half bow. Fives. So you pull in from the periphery to the core. Quadriceps and triceps in. Four. Three. Now from the core, shine out. Two. Shine, shine. Ragdoll. Looking good, Paula. Bring your hands to the floor. Bring your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Nataraj. Left arm up. Right arm down. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle or shin. Soften up the feet. And then tone up the feet so the feet can receive the floor and you're in a dance with the earth. Five. <clears throat> Kick your upper shin back and lean forward at the same time. Four. Balanced action front to back. Three. Press down and rise up. Two. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Right arm down, left arm up. No, right arm up, left arm down. Ready? Aim and flow. What an awesome pectoral stretch, huh? Nothing like it to the left pectoral. Five, breathe into it. Four, let that fresh blood get into the chest. Three, two, with ease, upper foot down, left arm up, right arm down. Or go for the strap, go for the gold. The coverings that come off through the process of yoga. And then the golden Buddha is revealed. The coverings have to come off, it's through the process. Steve, both hands are on the strap over your head. Both hands. Yeah, just make the strap longer. That's all. Five. Four. Let's see it, Ruth. Let's see some expression. Let's see it. Three. Kick more. Press down and go up. Two. Bring her up a foot to the mat. Right arm up. Left arm down. Let's go, Sarazen. Bring the love. I know you love your practice. You've been practicing forever. Let's see what you've created in your dancers. Let's see your dance, your dance moves. Let's see it, Sarazen. Five. Four. Go for it. Go for it. Three. Kick more. An altitude. Go up. Two. Yeah. All right. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Three. Balance on your left leg. I've been 
bringing into view how important, this is the most important time of my practice, up to date in my life, and I've been practicing for 20 years. The most potent time for practice during this pandemic. Stakes are high in every department of our life. And when it's showing up to the mat, and man, when you show up to the mat with the stakes high, especially when there's resistance, and you keep coming back home to your gaze and your breath, that's empowerment. You don't have to read books. Lift your arms to the sky. You need experiential knowledge arriving back in your senses moment to moment to moment. A mat makes it possible. Yoga, asana, poses make it possible. It's just a possibility, though. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Tree, balance in your right leg. You have to choose to be present moment to moment. It's a conscious choice, a creation. You have to declare your presence by seeing naked reality. You can look at naked reality and not see it. You can be in a trance. Make the distinction between being in a trance, which is most of the time, and then creating presence, generating presence. Moment to moment. Lift your arms above you. Make your palms face each other. And track your wrists so they're directly over your shoulders. Belly up. Uddiyana. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Reach your arms high. Bow forward. Let's flow halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. No rush. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Now, the important thing is that the, the legs aren't, it's, it's not if the legs are straight, is if the four corners of the feet are flat on the mat and you have enough space between your feet. Add a couple inches, maybe just one or two inches between your feet front to back. Get to the big toe mound and the baby toe mound of each foot. Get to the center of each heel. Now, pull your belly to your spine. Fan your fingers apart. Breathe out. Stand up. Face left. Make your feet parallel to one another or pigeon-toed. Lift your arms high. Drop your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Make your hands meet at your upper back. Press your feet into the floor. Bow forward. Now work with the elements. Earth is always first. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about your relationship with the earth underneath your feet. Establish your relationship with it. Spread your toes across your mat. And feel out the four corners of each foot. Now tighten up your quadricep muscles. You want your feet and your legs to be like a granite cliff. And then the upper body to be like water. Relax your jaw. Breathe in. Empty out. Firm up your legs. Ground your feet in the mat. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Step your back foot in a little bit. Right? Maybe. Open up the space between your feet right to left. Lengthen your spine. Bow forward. So you got to build on rock. And building on rock means you're going to be conscious and clear the way you place your feet. Front foot on 12 o'clock. Back toes like between 9 and 10 o'clock. Twisting triangle. 
put a block underneath your left hand. Go to the inside of the front foot. If you're newer, the inside of the front foot. Right hand to your hip. Five. You could take your right arm to the sky. Just don't rush the process. Four. Three. Root down, rise up, twist. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Greg, how you doing over there, kid? Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Recreate your foundation. Yeah, that's the path to you getting out of your head is getting interested in the way your feet are connected to the floor. Does every toe have equal charge? Spread your toes across your mat. Lengthen your spine. Now charge up the arms. Make your hands shine. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Let's sweat. Horse. Bring your hands to your hips and point your toes now to 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock. Bend your knees a lot so your thigh bones are parallel to the floor. Now have a breakthrough right now. Okay, have a breakthrough. This is an awesome hip opener. It's a heart opener. It's an ego buster. And you can get your whole practice right now. Right now you can have your personal revolution. When you look down at your feet, bring mindfulness to the lining of the feet. Get the four corners of the feet on the mat. Outer edge of the feet, inner edge of the feet. Now bend your knees. Trish, get your thigh bones parallel so your friend knows what to do. Thigh bones parallel to the mat to the mat, thigh bones parallel to the mat. Arms strong, thigh bones parallel to the mat. Bend your knees, <laughs> unless you're injured. There you go. Okay, you can do anything you want with your arms. You can uh, have your hands in a mudra, in front of you, behind you. We'll stay for 40 seconds, 40 seconds, stay with it. Let something happen that wouldn't happen unless you were focused on breath right now. Be in your power. Allison, Sawyer, where you going? Where you going? Don't leave now. Stay, please, please, unless you have a doctor's appointment. Al oh, it's you, Allison. Al what are you doing? Why aren't you in horse, Allison? Why if you have to go, that's different. Then just tell me to shut up. Yeah, and then bye if you have to go. I miss you. Everyone else in horse, get down there. You have 10 seconds. Greechy, greechy, thigh bones parallel. Whoa, what a difference when your thigh bones are parallel to the mat. Okay, point your toes forward, straighten your legs, stand up, take your arms high. Drop your left arm by your side, bind your shoulders, breathe in, bow forward. Oh, what a good feeling on the hips, huh? You know what feels good is when you point the toes in a little bit, because the thigh bones were just externally rotating. Now they're internally rotating. Relax your neck, relax your jaw, breathe in, empty out, stand up, pyramid, face front. Okay, so you feel, you loosen up a little bit, see if you got your, your balance, and now you tighten up, elbows to the center line, breathe in, bow forward, and as you bow forward, okay, again, you loosen up a little bit, maybe you separate your feet front to back, maybe right to left, the foundation's not 
stiff or rigid. Okay, lengthen your spine. Forward, forward. Very good. Twisting triangle. See how you're all set up for the next pose? Five. Four. Ground into earth. Lift up and twist. Three. Keep rotating. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Great. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. Rest. All right, let's do some belly down back bends. <clears throat> Bring your arms by your side. Bring your forehead or chin to your mat. Let's keep moving. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Pull into the center line of your body. Breathe out on your in-breath. Lengthen your body and lift up. Pull in to center line. You want to be narrow, like an arrow. Pull in. Four, three, two. Come down to the mat. Bow. Bend your knees. Grab your ankles or your shins. Flex your feet. Pull your thigh bones to the center on your in-breath. Little by little, press your shins back. From moment to moment, you're reading the physiological output, like the muscular exertion of each leg. Five, four, three. Bring some oomph to your legs. Two, come back to your mat. Bow. Here we go. Ready, Matt? Here we go. Pull into center. <laughs> On your in-breath, shins back. Move around a little bit. Wake up. Wake up. Roll around. Get a, make it a little uncomfortable. I used to hate doing that, rolling from side to side and front to back. Ugh. But it's good. It's good, especially if you feel like that. Ugh. Your belly needs a massage. Your intestines need to roll and slide. Now come to center. Five, four, lift both ends of the bow up. Three, come on, lift up, lift up. Two, oh, come down. Up dog. Down dog. Camel, bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees and flow. Five. Use your feet, whether your toes are curled under or not, press your feet in your mat. Four. Three. Two. Down dog. Camel. Stasia, you want to fix your phone? You're sideways. If you don't care. Five, four, three, push your spine up to your chest. Push it up there, push it up there. Two, down dog. Bridge. Five. Press your feet in your mat. Lift your hips off the floor. 
four. Really work the four corners of your feet in your mat. Three, keep shimmying the shoulder blades to center. Shimmy in, two. Stay here or wheel. So for wheel, you'll put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Your fingers will face the same direction your toes are. Pull into center, rise up, five. Four. Three, two. Come on down. Wheel, reset your hands and your feet. Don't let your thigh bones drift apart, pull them in. Now ground down and come on up. Five, straight arms. Well, you work towards straight arms, four. There you go, Pia. Upper arm bones in, Pia. Three, pull in, pull in, two. Bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. You never stop pulling in thigh bones and upper arm bones, ever. You'll be doing that for the rest of your life if you practice wheel. If you don't do that, you probably won't be practicing wheel for the rest of your life. Reset your hands and your feet, because it's just, it'll, it'll ruin your shoulders and your back. So you gotta keep pulling in. Ready? Thigh bones in, upper arm bones in. On your in-breath, press down, come on up. And get the, the front of the pelvis up. Send your tailbone towards the back of your knees. You feel that the shift in the pelvis, it creates a renewed connection with your feet in the floor. Four, three, two. Bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. Okay, let's complete everything we got. Throw out your doubt, give up what you must to get empty. Here we go, ready? No messing around, this is it. Be in your practice, everything you got, ready? Press down, uh, wheel, neutral pelvis, open hands, lots of space between the fingers. And then work your hands, just like you did an up dog with the lids on the jaws. Work them, work them. Discover that. Five, four, take your chest to the wall you're gazing towards. Three, two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Supta Baddha Konasana. Splay your knees out. Close your eyes. Grateful you practice. Straighten your legs, take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty it out. Pull your knees into your body. Rock them side to side. Massage out the region around your kidneys and the back of your heart. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. And flex your feet. Dead bug. And get a good groin opening. Pull your feet down. Pull your shins down. And breathe into that space. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically. Clasp your hands at the back of your head and straighten your left leg about two inches from the floor. Tighten up your thigh muscles, shoulder blades up, breathe in. Exhale, go up. One, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Switch. Go up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Both legs up. Sit on your forearms and drop your legs one third towards your mat, two thirds towards your mat. Do giant circles either direction. Just know what direction you're going in. Know what direction. Come to center and drop your legs two inches from your mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees in your body. Bicycle. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Bring your knees over your hips. And then right elbow to left knee. Straighten your right leg. And then you go the other direction. The practice is intuitive. Your body wants to move like this. It's actually hardwired to move like this. The 53 poses in Baptist yoga, your body's hardwired to move like that. Like I said, it's a simple practice and it really works. You just got to show up to your mat and be a yes for what's happening. To not make it wrong, to not make yourself wrong, just to make it good actually. Because it is good. You're going to probably feel a lot better than if you didn't practice. Not probably. You will feel better. And if you don't, write me an email. We'll figure it out. Lift your legs up. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. Drop your legs one third towards your mat. Like physically, you're going to feel better. You're going to know your body needs this. Drop your legs two inch, two thirds down. And drop your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees in your body and twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. And I want to make a distinction. Sometimes, you know, you feel better always after you practice. Well, physically, because it's like the blood needs to move. The joints need to be oscillated. The organs need to be squeezed and rinsed. I mean, there's just necessities. The body has needs. And sometimes emotionally, um, we're left with some residue after the practice. You know, we're not always on that yoga high, especially now, you know, um, a lot, we have a lot on our plate. A lot of us are breaking down and coming apart. I don't want to say breaking down, but coming apart. And I make another distinction between breaking down and coming apart. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. That's it. In Buddhism, they call them near enemies. It's like love and attachment. Same thing, like coming apart and breaking down. And sometimes we have breakdowns, of course, but we're developing this beautiful art of coming apart, of letting go and giving up what we must to create space for something new to come through. Not just recycling old thoughts every single day. And we'll do that by default, and we won't even know we're doing it. That's the scary part. It's a blind spot. Thinking, it's a blind spot. You don't know you're thinking most of the time. Bring your knees back to center. Grab behind your thighs. Rock and roll three or four times. 
vinyasa, down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. You can do this very, you can do this pose on your back. It's great. Yeah, you maybe get a pillow and put it under your right hip. Home practice is different than, obviously, than a studio practice, but so important. Like I said before, um, I'm bringing into view like how, how powerful and how potent this time in my practice is. Having practiced all those years and then these last seven months, how deep my practice has gone. Because everything that has brought my practice forward and brought my practice forward up to how it's been before the pandemic has disappeared basically you know being around a lot of people what a great tool huh being around flesh and bones love that we'll get back there but the heat from the studio you know even you know spending time with the community eating with them and having the conversations. That's all been a great grist for the mill. And now it's all disappeared. Now I'm practicing alone. Yeah, I got my studio, but I'm alone. Practicing my own classes. I'm teaching virtually. I used to teach three, four times a day sometimes in the heat, you know, and practicing. That's all disappeared. Well, five more counts. But now practice virtually, practicing on my own. And something had to awaken inside of me that probably would not have woke up without this pandemic. And not only um, the pandemic, but having practiced through it. I acknowledge you guys. Breathe in. Empty out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. I don't know, and it looks like it looks like it's going to get worse, huh? Looks like the winter's going to be some intense time. We're going to be in solitude. Well, I'll be in solitude at my home. No, no pets. No, nobody. Drop your head towards the ground. Relax your neck. Relax your jaw. A beautiful time for meditation. Anytime things are coming apart in life, this is usually the impetus to get most students to practice yoga or to meditate, is that it just, life gets unbearable. Praying to God doesn't work, really. Well, I don't want to say that, but, um, you know, the prayers up to now have brought us here. And I'm not saying prayer to ask for something, but a lot of us get into these spaces where we've been taught to pray as a means to get something. My greatest prayer now is just give me the strength to understand. To be worthy of my suffering, as Dostoevsky says, Dostoevsky to be worthy of my suffering, just to relax with what is, 
to be a yes to the life that's right here, right now. And I'll tell you, it's lip service until we get on our mat and we feel intensity and relax with it. That's where the rewiring happens. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. From half pigeon to double pigeon, point to point, real clear. Roll forward on your sitting bones. Feel out the connection to earth. Feel it out. Lean in. Drop your head towards the ground. Close your eyes. And listen. Just listen to space. There's vibrations moving through space, and they're landing on your eardrums. Register the sounds outside of your skin. Put your attention there. You have to give up letting your attention go into what you want to think about. You have to cut that tie at some point. Letting your attention drift to what you want to think about. Put your attention on listening. It's the greatest thing you could possibly do for yourself and for people is meditate. Is to take your attention off the self. All those words, all those sentences, all that stuff that's going on in your head is just the id entity, the identity space. Take your attention off that. It's misidentifying. You want to come back here to presence. Huge breath in. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. Relax your neck, relax your jaw. Man, so much can be going on and you're just steadfast, unmessable with. In your seat, witnessing, developing studentship, humility, resilience. Got to do the work. It's moment to moment, an offering of your whole being to listening, to being still. And if you're fidgeting around, moving, not a problem, just see it. Bring that into view. Make it okay. It's okay. And just stop it. It's okay. I'm constantly going off track. What's that saying? A Zen master's life is one continuous mistake. They're constantly forgetting and they're coming back. And then they get good at just coming back. And then they have these big swaths of time where they're present. They're flowing out here. Great offering to this earth. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Extend your legs in front of you. Seated forward bend. Grab your feet. Maybe chest to thighs. Well, definitely chest to thighs. Definitely. Just 
If it comes off, if your chest comes off your thighs a little bit, just stop there, breathe more. And slowly sit up, inverted table. Five, four, lift your pelvis up. Three, feel the opening in the psoas, the hip flexors, hips up. Two, bring your pelvis down, take an inversion. Couple minutes upside down in reverence of our feet, of our legs. Excellent work getting through practice, staying on your mat. 75 minute class, good job. It's not unusual, especially when we practice, um, you know, when we're newer, to just want to get off the mat, to want to be done with the practice. You know, it's just chaos the whole time. We want to know what to do. And you keep practicing, that stuff disappears. It becomes very nourishing, even when we're resisting it. It's the same way in meditation. I tell my students just to sit. And like, well, I just sit and think the whole time. It's okay. You're thinking all the time anyway, all the time. And now when you sit, you're just becoming aware of it. And when you become aware of how ineffective it is to be thinking all the time, you'll want, it opens up your heart, you'll want to take care of yourself. It's actually a disease. And it's the most addictive thing on the planet. It's the most addictive thing on the planet. Let me say that. And it creates dis-ease. Thinking. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Practice, physical practice, disrupts that stream to the brain. This is why we say in order to heal, we need to feel. But you just sit through all this turbulence. And you'll notice, like I said, you get off the mat, your body feels better. You know, sometimes we have emotional residue. It's like we hugged ourselves for the first time, like we want to cry. You can take your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor behind you. Plow. You can take your knees by your ears and pinch your skull with your legs. Okay, take a, if you got a block in the way, get it out of there and bring your pelvis to the floor. Pull your knees into your body. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. You can put a towel over your eyes. Just, if you put a towel over your eyes, don't let it drape over your ears because your ears are the portals to your power. It's listening. You can you feel it. The moment you listen, you feel open. You feel receptive immediately. Look in your body. Look in there. Like you're looking into a storefront, you know, up, up against the window, and you got to, like, put your hands up there, and you got to look in. Like, look into your body. Look. And now listen out here where my voice is. There's voices going on in your head. Don't put your attention there. That'll make you crazier. Put your attention out here. 
on sounds. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go. Breathe in, empty it out, roll over onto your right side, sit up, put your hands in a prayer, you can unmute yourself if you want. One ohm. Your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Namaste. Love. Good job, you guys. Nice work. Nice work. What a gift it is. Namaste. Thank you. What a gift it is to see you. I'll see you guys soon. Okay. Go get some water. Get some um, water-rich food for your body. Be cool. Practice being cool with people. Be kind. People need good people. Okay. Yes, they do. I'll see you soon. Okay. Take care. Thank you.